This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Thursday, December 10th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Big tech's big diversity problem. Plus, a federal investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes. But first, a massive government suit against Facebook is today's one big thing. No company, no company should have this much unchecked power over our personal information and our social interactions. That was New York Attorney General Letitia James on Wednesday, as the Federal Trade Commission and attorneys general of 48 states and territories announced lawsuits against Facebook. The two parallel sets of lawsuits accused the company of violating antitrust laws, using the company's vast amount of money and data to stifle competition. Facebook says that's not true. And buying out social media sites like Instagram and WhatsApp have actually benefited those companies and consumers. We knew these lawsuits would happen at some point. We just didn't know how big they would be. Scott Rosenberg is Axios' managing editor of technology based in Berkeley. Scott, first, can we just talk about Facebook's rise to power? Yeah, I mean, it's went from being this college campus enthusiasm to being the world's most powerful social network. It's a company that's worth almost a trillion dollars. It has more than two billion users around the globe. And it has a huge chunk of the advertising market, as well as being the first place to go on the Internet for a large part of the world's population. I should make a disclosure to our audience that Facebook is one of our advertisers, but that advertisers have no input into the journalism that we create at Axios. So that's just a note for our audience. Scott, I want to ask you about how the government is regulating big tech, because this isn't the first time we've seen a big tech lawsuit. Yeah, the trouble that the government has regulating tech is that the tech industry moves really, really quickly and antitrust cases move really slowly. This Facebook case could go on for many years. An earlier antitrust case against IBM took like 12 years. So you start a lawsuit thinking that you're dealing with a set of conditions and you kind of enter a tunnel. And by the time you come out the other end, the world has changed. So we're kind of settling in for a long haul here for people who think this is going to smash Facebook overnight. Yeah, this case has to go before a judge at a district court. It will likely be appealed. It's really like with these antitrust cases, they're very hard to win. Anyone who's expecting there to be some instant change in the power that big tech holds today is going to be disappointed. I don't think anyone should expect that. Scott Rosenberg is Axios' managing editor of technology. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. We'll be back in 15 seconds with Mike Allen on Hunter Biden's new tax investigation. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome back to Axios Today. Hunter Biden announced yesterday that his taxes are under investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware. His business dealings became the object of scrutiny during the presidential campaign, and attempts to investigate them have been a prominent line of attack from President Trump and his allies. In a statement, Hunter Biden said he's confident the investigation would show no wrongdoing. I went to Axios co-founder Mike Allen to ask him why this matters. This matters because we now know that soon-to-be President Biden will be inheriting an investigation of the business dealings of his son by the Justice Department that he's now in charge of. That's complicated. We know that, understandably, President-elect Biden takes his family relationships very emotionally and personally. So this will be a test, no doubt. The Trump folks feel vindicated, saying Hunter Biden's dealings were worthy of investigation. Most of the press ignored the story or rolled their eyes. So Trump advisors are now saying to me, see, maybe there was something worth looking at. Mike Allen is an Axios co-founder. Despite years of tech companies vowing to hire more employees of color, diversity statistics show that progress is slow. But the statistics don't show a full picture and often overlook a larger issue. An issue that Ina Freed, Axios's chief technology correspondent, says is less about numbers and more about power. Hi, Ina. Hi, Nala. Ina, I just want to ask you why you think it's important to look beyond just numbers when we're talking about fixing this problem. Because if you have an underrepresented group and you have them in small but growing numbers, but they still find themselves at the lower rungs of the company, they still find themselves the one or two people in a small group meeting, they're not really on a level playing field. So you have a smaller group of people who are called on to do more and given less power to do it. So oftentimes those same small numbers are asked to represent and improve things, but then often blackballed or retaliated against when they do criticize the racial inequalities that they see within their company. What kind of effect do you think this has on products that are created? You know, once upon a time, it might not have mattered as much how diverse the team was building when you had very, you know, nerdy, techie products. But now we're talking about products that affect us all. You're talking about the algorithms that decide whether you get a loan, whether I get a job, whether somebody gets parole. These are meaningful societal decisions. And if the teams creating them aren't aware of the systemic inequalities, There's a greater chance, I think, that those biases will slip in. And, you know, when it's in an individual, when an individual is racist, you can see it, you can deal with it. When an algorithm has subtle racial bias, it's much harder to tell that that's present. I also wonder if as consumers of technology, we just sort of accept their role in our life. And is there an outcry from consumers to change this? I think the racial issue in tech is pretty invisible from the consumer. And also, this makes it tough to apply pressure because where are you going to go? It's not like if you get an Android phone powered by Google, it's radically different. All of big tech underrepresents women, 
Black and Latino people by a large margin. I think there's other ways to apply pressure. You see shareholders, you see employees. And I think that's one of the reasons employee activism has stepped up so much and become the main force by which these issues get drawn attention to. And so even yesterday, you know, we saw this example of employee activism at Google, which abruptly parted with a lead researcher who was working in AI bias. And after an internal outcry, especially from other Black employees, on Wednesday, we saw an apology from Google's CEO via internal email. What do we need to know about this? So this researcher, Timnit Gebru, was a leader in this field, brought in for her expertise in AI bias. There were a number of differences of opinion on what exactly led to her ouster. In fact, they even disagree over whether it was a resignation or a firing. But in any case, I don't think it's so much about her individual story, but it's a sign of how representation doesn't equal power. And if you don't have power, you don't have equality. Ina Fried is Axios' chief technology correspondent. Thanks, Ina. Thanks, Nyla. That's it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or find me on Twitter. My handle is at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast, Axios Recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Bye.